Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about what God wants our attitude to be when we approach him in prayer. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how we can move beyond just the content of our prayers. You know, when Jesus was teaching his disciples how they should pray, he said, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. God, he's opened up an incredible door of opportunity for us to have a direct line of communication into his throne room. Yeah, that's more access than any earthly authority is willing to offer. But this invitation, it's only meaningful with certain attitudes. In other words, we can string together as many syllables as we like. But if we don't have an appropriate attitude for our prayers, they're for the wind. They're meaningless. As Jesus put it perfectly here, we must ask and seek and knock. And otherwise, the door of prayer will remain closed to us. So what attitudes then does God demand of our prayers? Well, first, and clearly here from Luke chapter 11, verse 9, our prayers must be full of faith. You know, Jesus said that if we can just have faith as small as a mustard seed, that we can say to a mountain, move from here to there, and it will be moved, that nothing will be impossible to us. But if we don't have faith, like the man that Jesus says this parable to, then Jesus will not do anything for us. We must ask and seek and knock, and all three of those expect a response. God promises an answer to us, but our prayers have to be full of faith. Faith is the confidence that God is who he says he is and that he will do what he says he'll do. And we have a powerful God, one who is worthy of our faith. He promised to move mountains in Matthew 17. In Mark 11, we see that teaching miraculously demonstrated. In verse 20, we read, in the morning as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. And Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to the mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they will say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. Christ, he demonstrated his power by cursing that unfruitful tree, and he uses that miracle to call his people to a powerful faith. We must approach God with faithful prayer. And when we do, the greatest blessings God can offer are going to be available to us. Second, we need, when we pray, an attitude of authenticity. God doesn't need our formulaic prayers. You know, we can pray the words that Jesus taught his disciples in Luke 11 all day long and still not be pleasing to God. He also doesn't need our informative prayers. He doesn't need me to tell him as if some it would be some kind of revelation to him that I'm struggling with sin or that a relative is in the hospital. He already knows those things. I can't impart any knowledge or wisdom God doesn't already have. So what does God want then? Why does he want me to talk to him? He wants authenticity. God, prayer is our 
direct line of communication with God. And Jesus tells us that in our prayers, we can address him as father. What do you say to a parent? Do you give a parent facts and figures? Do you repeat a formula response when they're trying to talk to you? Not if you have any kind of relationship with them. God wants us to tell him about our lives, about our pain, about our joy, our praise, not because he doesn't already know what we might say, but because he wants us to make him the one we tell those things to. He wants to be the most important relationship we have. James writes in chapter 5, verse 13, Is anyone among you in trouble? Well, let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Go to God in all circumstances. Pray without ceasing. Make him the one you tell everything to. Build an authentic relationship with him. And then your prayers will have more power than anything else you can do. Third, we need an attitude of obedience. Jesus gave us the example of praying that the will of God be done. But how can we expect God to answer that prayer if we are not carrying out his will? If we have a a faithful and authentic relationship of communication with God, obedience is the natural next step. We are saved by grace through faith, but no one can read the Bible and come away thinking that God doesn't care about what we do. The Bible makes it clear that God cares about obedience and and an extreme form of obedience too. In his letter to the Romans, Paul writes, Through Christ, we received grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. True faith, in our the faith that's in our hearts, that will move our bodies. To action. It will transform our lives. Romans 12 calls obedience true and proper worship in the NIV. And in the King James Version, it says it's our reasonable service. Obedience to God is reasonable and it's practical when we receive God's mercy. You know, the Bible often links obedience with prayer. First John 3.21 says, Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he has commanded us. Obedience and faith are linked. Our prayers are not worth our time if we are not striving to obey those two foundational commands, to believe and to love God and to love others. Everything else rests on that. And we respond to Christ's call to obey the gospel. Not only will we have a direct line of communication to God then, but he will be with us all the time. Verse 24 continues, whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. And by this, we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. Sin was what once separated us from approaching God directly. But now because of the mercy of Christ, we can once again come close to him because of his saving blood. Just because we've been saved by grace, though, does not mean that we should keep on sinning so that grace may abound. No, God always demands an obedient attitude when we approach him in prayer. Fourth and finally. We need to have an attitude of purpose when we pray. 
You know, not only does God want us to be faithful and authentic and obedient, but he wants our prayers to have meaning. Jesus told us as an introduction to the prayer that he taught his disciples in Matthew chapter 6. In verse 7, he says, And when you pray, don't heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Don't be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. When we pray, we aren't speaking just to hear ourselves speak. We aren't We're not talking to inform God. We are talking to the Almighty God who knows all already, who can do all, and who loves all. God wants us to talk to him in all circumstances and without ceasing, not because he needs to know the information we have. He already has that. And not because he wants to hear long and elegant monologues, but because he is pleased simply by hearing from us. He is pleased when we make him the one who we give our lives to and we share what happens in that life. That must be our purpose when we pray, to please God and glorify him. Prayer is important to God, but without the right attitudes, our prayers become meaningless. Pray always with faith, with authenticity, with obedience, and with purpose. And when we ask he will answer. And when we seek, he will help us find. And when we knock, the door will be open to us. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.